Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo. And here we are, Misfits, episode 99. This is the last episode before we not only reach our 100th show, but also our three-year anniversary. That episode will be on September 22nd, exactly three years from the day THS first began. Now this week, I'm happy to welcome my dear friend and brother, the awesome-tastic Jermaine Jennings, aka DJ Spontaneous, and his Amadamophis wife, Naima J. I'm so happy to have them both here at The Healing Space. We have a great conversation about wellness, navigating marriage and family during a pandemic, as well as how they not only run their own separate businesses, but how they support each other through their business endeavors as well. It's an awesome convo that I think will inspire many of you. And this is actually the very first time I think I've actually had a married couple here on the show. So yeah, (laughs) I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you do as well. But first, the check-in. So, as I've been talking about, I think for the last couple of weeks here on uh, THS, well, not the last couple of weeks, the last couple of episodes, uh, my therapy journey. So, the last two sessions with my therapist have been really, really good. Like, we've made... uh, We've made some great strides forward. Uh, what I enjoyed so much about this week's session was I took her up on something that she shared with me, I think maybe two or three sessions ago. She told me that if I ever felt like texting her for any reason, I could. And so I didn't do it. You know, I'm like, I can just wait until, until it's time for me to see her, for me to tell her whatever it is I'm going through. However, this week was different. This week, uh, only one day after our session, I was going through a lot and my anxiety was through the roof. And so I texted her and she was sweet enough to text me until, you know, my uh, anxiety had subsided and I was feeling better again. And I thanked her and I said, I really appreciated it. You know, Uh, she's let me know how proud she is of me. Some things that she asked me to do that I move forward with doing. Um, she said that she would like me to walk between two to four thousand steps a day, and in a lot of a lot of days, I've exceeded that. Uh, this past weekend, I actually did I think like ten thousand when Dev and I went out walking. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. I. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, goodness. I think this is like the second episode where I've yawned on the show, Um, but you all know I'm always honest with you also. I have no reason to uh, remove that yawn. It is 1.25 a.m. when I'm recording this, so yeah. But yeah, so the, the walking has definitely helped a lot. And just the conversations with her, you know, uh, I'm becoming more and more comfortable, so I'm sharing more things with her. And... Uh, I initially thought that I was going to be an open book during our therapy sessions. I'm not sure about you all, for those of you who are listening, who have a therapist or have had therapy before, but you know, I'm like, okay, I'll be an open book. I I tell people all the time, those, those Scorpios are very private people. Again, we're not secretive. We're private. Though we're private people, 
I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for other Scorpios. But if you ask me anything, you will always get the truth. The thing is, is that you have to ask me. Um, like I tell people all the time, I'm 40 years old. So I've been on this earth for 40 years. You can't expect that when I meet you, whether we're friends or romantic partners, that I'm just going to divulge my entire life. I can't think of all that stuff. <laughs> but if there's anything you ask me, I will always be honest always so i assumed you know going into my sessions with my therapist then that's the way that it would be but you know over time i've reached the point where i'm just like some of the things that i didn't realize i was holding back i have been so i've started being a little bit more transparent with her and i'm appreciating the conversations i really am and the texting for me just took it to the next level because, you know, my last time having a therapist, I was in my early 20s and showing my age, texting wasn't a thing at that time. <laughs> so now, my, mind you, emails were, but my therapist didn't give me the option to just email him whenever I wanted. So that wasn't a thing. So I, I appreciate having this kind of relationship with my therapist now, where if I'm really going through something, I can text her and she'll communicate back with me. So... I've enjoyed that. Um, another thing is me and my slow journey to truly embracing healthy selfishness. As I've talked to you uh, misfits about in previous episodes, I've struggled with this theme, the theme for 2020. Uh, I, may have, I may have even talked about it on the last episode, but I'm, I'm making slow inroads, you know, and I'm, I'm, showing up for myself more in instances where it has been very uncomfortable as well i have come to learn that i give a lot more to others than i do to me a lot more and it's kind of like ingrained in me so i'm having to deprogram because it's second nature for me to just do things for others and it shows up in different ways, you know, like I say, I say do things for others and it kind of sounds like, you know, surface level Well, he goes out and he does. I don't really mean that, you know, um, just in all aspects, I put others before me, like as of this recording and I talk about this later in good news, but I'm going to be going on vacation and initially the idea was when I get to where I'm going for my vacation, that I was going to do work, not work like my nine to five, but work personally, things that I'm doing for myself. I was going to do it each day while I was there. And right before I started recording this, I thought to myself, but why, you know, like you're going up here for a vacation. And more often than not, when you attempt to go on vacation, it's not a vacation. You still end up doing way too much and you don't actually relax. So I decided I'm not going to do it. When I go on my vacation, I'm going to actually be on vacation. And I don't know what that's going to look like because, you know, the Scorpio in me, the Virgo in me, I'm used to always planning I'm used to details. And so, you know, I'm not even a spontaneous person unless I'm in a relationship. Uh, and that's only because I feel like when you're in a relationship, you need to be spontaneous so you can keep the fire in your partnership. 
but otherwise i'm i'm not a spontaneous person everything must be planned you know that that helps with my anxiety so the idea of going on vacation and having several days where i don't know what i'm going to do i it's not even making sense to me as i'm saying this out loud to you all I don't know how, like, what does that look like? <laughs> what does that look like waking up in the morning and what? Like just laying there in the hotel room? I don't, I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, so I assume with me saying this to all of you, you know that I don't know what that means. It, it's not making sense in my mind right now. That's probably the reason why God wants me to just chill out. This is the next step of healthy selfishness. It's okay that I don't know what that means. And it's so funny because as I'm saying it, I'm still thinking to myself, like, what does that mean to have several days where you don't know what you're going to do? It's it's mind boggling to me. But I get that this is probably me getting over a very significant hump if I'm able to do this. So I keep myself open to it. Absolutely open to it. Uh, and that's the check-in. Uh, if you all want to share your check-ins with me, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you guys, but I'd love to talk about your check-ins, you know? Um, even if it's not something you'd like for me to mention on the podcast, I can still reach out to you, you know, emails, DM, and just, you know, have a conversation about whatever it is that you may be going through. I'm a life coach, um, and I would normally charge for these things, but <laughs> I, I really am interested in what's happening with my misfits out there. I really, really am. Uh, so, you know, you can, of course, find me all over social media as Scorpiogi, and if you want to email it, it's love. Nope, no, it's not. It's THS <laughs> at revolutionmultimedia.com. Of course, revolution is revolution, except remove the E for an A R A V V O L U T I O N, revolution. Uh, yeah. Um, so if anybody actually does that, I would I would be really surprised <laughs> and I would greatly appreciate it because I know it's not easy to expose yourself like that, you know. So if there's anyone out there in the Misfit universe who would actually be willing to check in with me, um, I think that will be beautiful. I think that will be beautiful. And you could be sure that I and THS are a safe space for you. And with that said, let's go into the culture of pop. So, of course, we start with sad news, which is, uh, was it last Friday? Chadwick Boseman passed away uh, after a four-year battle with colon cancer. And it really, really caught me off guard. Like, it really caught me off guard. Um, I, I'm still sitting here thinking to myself, I was sitting in black... Um, um, I'm sorry. Uh, woo, goodness is completely left black gay stuck at home jesus 40 just hit me how on earth did i miss black gay stuck at home and they're they're <laughs> they have promotion on the show literally every episode wow that was 40 big time again i'm not going to edit it out that was a real moment <laughs> that was a real moment where 40 came knocking and was like yeah so it doesn't matter if they're on every episode you're going to forget it in right now 
but yeah so last week uh, while black gay stuck at home was going on i get uh, a notification saying that chadwick had passed away and i'm like my mouth just dropped and i didn't like i was i was shook i didn't know what to think you know and at the time i believe one of the films was playing because of course as we promoted it was like a triple feature that was going on so thankfully it wasn't one full movie because we needed an opportunity to kind of exhale that out once news got out so i sent a text to mike while he josh and i were on there and then i'm assuming somebody said it in the chat too so they ended up making mention of that uh and we were all just blown we were blown and it took a minute for us to get out of it too um it took a minute i think we may have taken an extended break so people can kind of get themselves together before we moved on to the next film but it it and when you when you read up and find out about how few people knew you know that that's amazing in one the world we live in and two for him to be a celebrity that says a lot that says a great deal about him that he was a celebrity of his stature in the world that we're living in with 24 hour everything and yet he was able to keep that and only a small group of people knew that's amazing to me and it, it says a lot of not only does it say a lot about him but i gather it says a lot about the relationships that he built in hollywood as well you know because if people wanted to be messy i'm sure they could have but no one no one have divulged his information and shared it with others like the people that he shared it with he told they kept that in confidence and i i think that says a lot um one first of all for men including myself especially black men we need to make sure that we are going out and getting our, our colonoscopy you know uh we we can't be afraid to do it it is what it is it's better to know than to not know and to catch it as early as we possibly can you know so that's one for us to understand two i send love light and peace out to his family to his friends to those who love him within the celebrity you know community and hollywood and all that stuff um love and light there have been so many people pouring in with their well wishes and people really taking time you know that, that that's what i've appreciated there have been so many people who it's not just a you'll be missed it's like uh Letitia Wright who played Shori his sister in Black Panther she actually ended up doing a whole poem that I believe she created on Instagram um, very well thought out very uh, Michael B. Jordan and these are all people where you know it wasn't an immediate response it took them a few days to be able to respond but I was just so impressed with the way that these people showed their love for him um, and I would have been just as impressed if they stayed silent, which I don't think a lot of people in our society get, you know, people don't have to speak out publicly about people they love. I'm one of those kind of people, um, where I can be very private, you know, uh, in a lot of instances where my friends, when my friends have birthdays, I don't go on to their, uh, Instagram or Facebook or something like that and say, happy birthday. I text them. I call them that's just me you know so 
there's a good chance that I could have just ended up reaching out if I was one of Chad's with Chadwick's friends. I could have just reached out to his family and let them know how I feel. I believe very much that spirits are always with us. So I could have just talked to him out loud, you know? So, but we all handle things differently. And I absolutely respect and admire how people were uh, so forthright with how they felt. And um, now we're in an interesting space. In a very interesting space of finding out how we move forward with the franchise of Black Panther. Um, I personally believe as someone who is a comic book lover in black panther shuri ended up becoming the black panther so i believe that it just makes sense for Letitia wright to take over you know uh there have been some whispers of people thinking that michael b jordan should take over the mantle i was one of those people who felt you know as though he should come back i've played the scenes in my head over and over again about how he would come back out of the ocean and for those who are in the know about the film and know you know who the i guess he's going to be considered a baddie but um namor is going to be introduced or so they say namor is supposed to be introduced in black panther 2 so namor is like um marvel's version of aquaman so if killmonger said that he wanted to be you know buried in the ocean or sent out into the ocean when he died there's a whole story of namor finding him the technology they may have um underwater you know brought him back to life something you know um i personally feel as though where we are right now with black women that shori deserves to have that crown uh i'm not saying that killmonger can't come back but I don't think that we're in a space, especially if uh, Biden and Kamala uh, end up winning the election. Uh, this black woman who's, you know, at the height of politics. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a space. We're going to be in a world where it's very important to have even more representation for black women. So I think they'll kind of be dropping the ball if they decide to do anything other than that. Uh, there have been people talking about recasting T'Challa. I don't think that's a thing. That's just me personally. I don't believe that's a thing. I feel as though out of respect for Chadwick that that chapter should just be done. Which is sad because there's so much more that could be done with him, including Storm, you know? But I feel as though there's a lot of imagination, a lot of different things that people can do, you know? So you can find out other ways to be able to introduce Storm absolutely you can find other ways to introduce storm and it can still be in the world of black panther that's the thing you know it doesn't have to be that just because t'challa isn't there that she can't exist she can absolutely still exist and you know that's another reason to maybe bring back killmonger because it would still be in the family he is of he, he still is of royal blood so you know it could be that shuri takes over the mantle of black panther but he you know becomes maybe an anti-hero or something like that and he ends up meeting storm and you know there are different ideas different directions that you can move in uh but this is fairly early on. well i say it's fa fairly early on but that's not necessarily true because the movie's supposed to be released in 2022 so it's not really you know we're we're uh steps away from 2021 so uh yeah i i guess it is kind of time for them to really think heavily about how they're going to move forward with that either way uh i stand firmly in thinking that they shouldn't give 
the role of T'Challa to someone else. And other than that, I look forward to seeing what they do. Yeah. And we'll close out talking about the versus battle between Brandy and Monica. Whew. So I talked last episode about how I felt in regards to this. I also talked about it on Keep Firing with Daryl. And it was everything that I said it was going to be. I I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the misfits. My my friends, you know, my personal friends, as well as the listeners out there who I don't have personal relationships with, but you all walk with me on social media. People DM'd me, people text me, and they were like, yeah, you called it. And I was surprised because BHW and I saw it totally different. So I thought that most people would see it that way, but no, people were like, we told, and I told BHW, I was like, you're rare, because most people are actually telling me they see the awkwardness that I, that I was talking about was going to end up taking place. BHW has always been very honest about the fact that he didn't care for Brandy. And he told me that it changed because of the verses. Which was so weird to me because my uncomfortableness came from Brandy. You know, again, my favorite singer in the world. I was made so uncomfortable by her. And so I was attempting to explain that to people. Like, that's why Monica looks the way she does. She's a Scorpio. And I reacted the exact same way, you know. And there are there are those, you know, um, I believe Daryl may have even been one of the people who said that he, you know, felt as though that was just genuinely Brandy being Brandy. There were most people assumed that that was Brandy just being Brandy. I'm somewhere in the middle. There's a part of me that feels as though, you know, as an Aquarius, because Aquarius really are oblivious to most things. And I had a conversation with one of my Aquarius friends about that this week, and he confirmed it. You know, he said, no, that that really is us. And because I was breaking down to him, I said, Aquarius exists in their own world. It is not necessarily all about them in an arrogant way, but their minds are very alien they're very different very very interesting beings you know and because they operate in a specific space mentally they don't really get the emotions or ways of thinking of others so you have to actually break down to them what you mean what you're saying why you feel the way you do because if you get emotional it'll be confusing to them So it's like, okay, I see you're crying, but I need you to explain to me why you're crying. So it's not really a, okay, you're crying. I'm going to come over and put my arms around you and hug you and bring you in. It's kind of like, well, talk to me about the reason why you're feeling this way, which is the reason why most of my Aquarius friends are deep into philosophy. (laughs) Like they're, they're thinkers, deep, deep thinkers, you know? So the, the emotions and the way that other human beings carry on is peculiar to them so when i'm watching brandy there's a part of me that's like okay i get it she's just a genuinely awkward person who doesn't get that her humor will you fall flat for certain people scorpios being one of them and then there's there's a part of me that's like but she's been and i mean and she you know in her own way spoke to it saying no you know no matter what people have said in the in the past including herself in instances you know she has a lot of respect and love for monica okay but we can't look past the fact that she said a lot of really shady things in the past you know so it's like you have to say to yourself 
was she being shady in these moments during the verses or was she just genuinely awkward because there were some moments where it seemed like okay they there was a lot of water under the bridge and then there are other instances where it's like oh this is so painful to watch because you just know they want this to be over it was confusing it was confusing because monica doesn't strike me as somebody who puts on airs for anyone yet there were a lot of instances where she seemed like she was genuinely in a good space with brandy including when it was over you know so I don't know all i know is that that awkwardness made it very difficult for me to watch and while i walked out of the room in general when with nelly and ludicrous and i walked out because nelly was just getting on my nerves he was talking way too much um so i walked out and i told dev i just check it out later but um which i never did but with brandy and monica i kept leaving out and coming back in because it's brandy and monica so of course i wanted to see the battle but i was made so awkward and I, I felt so uncomfortable that I couldn't stay in for the entire thing. Um, and not only that, but I don't know a lot of Monica's catalog. And a good amount of the songs that Brandy played, I didn't care for. I am admittedly an admirer of Brandy who loves a lot of the songs that were never released by her. You know, especially for those of us who know Human and know that she had like a smooth 30 songs in a release from that. You know, uh, I love them. And so I would have loved to have heard more songs from Aphrodisiac, which is my favorite uh, CD by her. But there are a lot of people who didn't care for it. Um, I liked a lot of the songs on Human, the ones that were released and, of course, the ones that weren't released. Uh, Full Moon is, of course, the one that most singers consider to be her greatest work. I could have gone for some more songs from Full Moon, you know, but, eh, you know, I... I didn't care for the verses. I didn't. And I know that I'm absolutely in the minority on that because I've seen nothing but good things about it. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that people loved it as much as they did. Uh, it went on for way too long for me. Uh, I began to complain because I'm like, dude, we're we're actually about to go on to three hours. And we did. And I was like, that I know. <laughs> that was way that was way too long for me. That was way too long for me. Uh, and I think I, even though I didn't care for a lot of the songs that Brandy played, it more so had to do with me not knowing Monica's catalog like that, you know? Because the reason why I enjoyed Erica and Jill as much as I did was because I knew both of their catalogs. So I was like, I was able to be into it. So I know all of Brandy's songs. So if it would have been somebody else, like, you know, let's say Aaliyah was still with us. And if it was Brandy versus Aaliyah, then I would have been into it because I love Aaliyah's catalog, you know, but I'm admittedly not a fan of Monica's music. So after the boy, well, after the storm, technically, uh, technically, after she did after the storm, that was when I clocked out, you know, so it was her first three albums that I'm familiar with. After that, you know, there's a single here and there, but otherwise, I have no clue. She played so many songs, and I had no idea what she was singing about, talking about, any of that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm happy that it happened. They uh, broke all types of records, so that's awesome-tastic. But yeah, otherwise, nah. <laughs> it, it wasn't for me, you know? And that's okay. That's okay, because I appreciate that everybody else enjoyed it as much as they did and i personally feel as though it's done 
I feel it's over. Uh, I don't believe that they need to do any other verses. Only because in my mind, I'm like, how do you do better than Brandy versus Monica as far as, as, far as verses goes? If you're not going to have Maxwell and Sade or something like that, then it's done. But of course, it's not going to be over. So I am very intrigued with what's going to happen next and who they can have to follow. Who follows Brandy and Monica? This is going to have to be big. Who follows Brandy and Monica? That's what I want to know. If you're not like bringing out Jay-Z and Nas or something like that, I don't know what you plan to do. Um, but yeah, so that's it for the culture of pop. Now for my interview with this wonderful married couple, Naima and Jermaine. So Naima is an entrepreneur at Naima JLLC, where she helps provide solutions for those ready to live a healthier lifestyle. She leads free daily workouts, shares healthy recipes, and sells herbal teas and natural supplements that support healing via her website, NaimaJ.com. Now bear with me, Misfits, because I'm reading this information, so <laughs> hopefully I don't mess up on anything. And then we have Jermaine, who is the owner of Spontaneous Entertainment, a company specializing in weddings and special events. He uses his ear for music and his passion for it as well for service to connect with others to help them maximize their celebrations. He also shares health tips and helps others tap into their God-given gifts to help them experience life at a higher level. The two of them are parents to three, and they have been married for six years. Again, I really loved this conversation, and I hope you all do too. So enjoy it, and I'll see you on the other side. Naima and Jermaine, thank you both so much for joining us for the first episode back. You know, I had my mental health break and everything, and now we're back to celebrate the three-year anniversary month of the Healing Space podcast. Thank you both so much for joining us. And us. Blessing. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. It's an honor. Yes. Able to kick it off. Yes. <laughs> so this is my introduction to, to Naima. This is our first time meeting. It is wonderful nice to finally to meet, meet you. you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Absolutely, absolutely. This brother, I've known him for what seems like forever. How many years has it right. been, bro? At least 20. Whew. At, least, <laughs> at least 20. And I'm not old. Don't worry about all this right now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> not, but we don't feel it. We don't feel it. That's right, the not thing. at all. You know, not at all. Not at all. And so, Naima, where are you from? I'm from Baltimore. Hey. <laughs> Come on, be more. Yes, all three yes. of us. Okay. The right. county from Brandon. Okay. Yes, Randallstown, my, my heart. I don't want to offend anybody on the west side. <laughs> I understand where, where I was raised, but yes, I'm definitely all about Baltimore County all day long. Yes. All hills, Randallstown, yes. Mm. That is definitely it. That is definitely it. So, um, yeah, it's wonderful to have you guys on here, of course, with this being a mental health podcast and us being very big on fitness. I wanted to have you guys here to talk about some of the things that you all are doing. But the first thing I wanted to start off with was asking you guys during this whole quarantine, during this pandemic, what has it been like for your your family, for the two of you and for your family? How have things changed? <laughs> I love that. I love the looking at each other. Yes. <laughs> like who's gonna go first? <laughs> we move as a unit, right? <laughs> so um, I'll start off. Okay. 
so um, we already are home-based. We already homeschooling um, our son. So we both work from home as well. So it's not really, a, hasn't really been a big transition in a negative way. Um, it's only really been positive, um, well, for the most part, been positive uh, from a business aspect, a family um, aspect, um, education-wise. Um, we've been very intentional about how we spend our time since yeah. we've been so close yeah. and forced to be so close together yeah. um, as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but for me and my um, my perspective, it hasn't been a negative thing. Um, yeah, since we were already, you know, like I said, our household, our home is the nucleus of what right. happened. We don't, we're not all dispersed and spread out all over the place. We're usually together at home anyway, pre-pandemic, pre-quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and well, knowing that um, we had time outside the home when the kids outside the house and school, and now that everyone's back here, rejuvenation is uh, um, is a priority. Okay. Yeah. You learn, you learn it, and then also the kids, um, what they're emotional, what they're going through as well, as far as being quarantined. And our five-year-old is like, "Why well, I can't go to the store? Oh, with Corona still out there, you know, her trying to understand what's going on her own self. And then my son and then my teenager wanting to be with her peers and her friends and trying to understand why she can't right now. Um, the emotional part of it is kind of, you know can be kind of challenging at times and just letting them know that we were doing the protection and make sure everyone stays safe for that part. So I'm more of the emotional, seeing on the emotional side where Eric, we all need a break. We Like we need to break like yesterday. Like we need right. like we had a vacation plan to Jamaica and Haiti. Like we was ready for that thing. And I was like, and it was canceled. It was like, and so we've been in the house with each other for three, almost 365, 24-7, all of us. Yeah. And we ain't killing, but we ain't dead yet. Everybody's still alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> we it didn't kill us, but we definitely need a rejuvenation period. That yeah, is, yeah. It. I know for for me, it's been interesting because I'm an essential worker, and I work for a nonprofit that helps out homeless youth, um, and it's independent living. And a main piece of it is mental health. So, I mean, separate from the mental health is just these are young adults, 18 to 24, who are looking to party, go out and have fun. And, you know, kind of getting them to wrap their mind around the idea of this is a pandemic. You need to make sure you're wearing a mask. You really don't need to be leaving campus to go nowhere. Atlanta's not really helping that a lot. Well, Georgia as a whole isn't really helping that. Because <laughs> Georgia isn't saying to people, stay your butt in the house. You know, like I talk to my friends up north and they're like, yeah, a lot of times I go to the grocery store and I come back home and I'm going crazy. And I'm like, well, maybe you'd like it here because we're the complete opposite. Whole restaurants are open, like (laughs) whatever it is you want to do, you know. But me, I'm more of a homebody by nature. So, you know, especially when it first started and it was kind of like, we're all losing our minds with fear. Mm -hmm. It was nothing for me to stay in the house. You know, it's like my boyfriend and I would just be like, we have every streaming service you can think of. (laughs) Let's watch them all, you know. In my neighborhood, we have two lakes where I live. So it's like, you know, we can go jogging, do yoga outside, all of that stuff. So it's like a lot of things we can do where we don't really have to be around people. You know, right. um, so for me, going to the grocery store and coming back home was no problem. You know, Target and Walmart know me real well right now. Amazon. Amazon. Listen, yes, Amazon. <laughs> it's true, though. Oh, my goodness. Every time I open up the door, 
That was. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> so, well, what about as far as like um, cooking and stuff? Are have y'all ever been the kind of couple where y'all were big on ordering out, or have y'all always been we gonna buy our own food and eat out? No, we cook. Yeah, we cook. We cook our own food. We cook our own food. No. So y'all were we go out, but we don't. It's more so we just cook our own food. Yeah, we don't so even use microwaves. Right. Come on. <laughs> have y'all always been that way? Um, for, yeah, since we've been together. Part, yeah. yeah. Use a microwave since probably when I used to get TV dinners back in the day, like back in the 90s or something. Like, yeah. Kind of stay, stay away from microwaves. Yeah. It was so, a conversation years ago that we don't use it, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So y'all are one of those families where if this was a movie, <laughs> y'all would be the family that was already ready. Like, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, We're working on growing things in the garden, though. We're working on, like, growing our own things right now. Because I right. don't have a green thumb. Like, I, yeah. I don't. And he, so he took the lead on that. So hopefully mm -hmm. he'll teach me some things. Because I know mm -hmm. I killed an aloe vera plant. <laughs> so, I don't know how you know, I did. So. People I didn't know you this. water it every day. I thought you watered it every day. Like you don't do that. People who are watching this on YouTube, y'all saw the look on my face. But for those of y'all who are listening, I fell out. <laughs> she she wanted to stress the, the green thumb she doesn't have. <laughs> right. I but I don't know if y'all. Yeah, you gonna noticed. get it right though. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you all have noticed, but a lot of people online have become plant parents yeah. during this quarantine. Like a yeah. lot of people, and it's something I've been thinking about doing myself. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm I'm real one of the I'm one of those people who's very much of the earth. Like I go outside and I talk to trees. Like I'm one of those people uh, okay. because they're they're living. You know, yeah. right. so it's like I I hold whole conversations just so you know because they've been here for a lot of them far longer than we have. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. But the, the the idea of just having plants in the home, I love it. I love it and all of the the positives of it. But I'm very much like Naima. Like, <laughs> I want to make sure that I can actually take care. <laughs> yeah, I have a spider. There's a spider plant, and she's hanging on. I talk to her. I talk to her maybe like once, twice a week, and she's hanging on. She's dangling, you know. But that's just right. like, don't take much care. She's fine. Right. We work. <laughs> we are so, in the backyard right now, though. Working on some lemon balm, some hyssop. And I planted some seed. What fruit did I eat? Some fruit I ate. I just planted it. Seed. <laughs> did, you, did you say some fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. It'll be a surprise to me when it blooms. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, so during the quarantine, of course, because for fitness, a lot of things have changed for a lot of people. You know. Right. So, what would be what would you all consider to be some of the pros and cons that have come along with quarantine? Okay. <laughs> so I would do yoga, hot yoga, um, in YMCA. I love the YMCA. Oh my gosh. And so we would have hot yoga class every day. So I would do hot yoga in the morning, sometimes in the evening. And then when they shut everything down, I had to learn how to still get my cardio and my toning in because I love the cardio and the tone. So then I started doing um, like YouTube, watching YouTube videos. I started doing it on my own. And then next thing you know, Jermaine, like, get up. You're going to do a live and then you're going to go live with it. And then, so since then, I've been doing a live um, cardio session, um, hits, like high, inter high interval 
intensity training, 10 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday on IG Live and Facebook Live. So that's where I'll be. So I turn my inside there to my inside here. Yeah. It's heat. I just make sure the heat not on though. Just like um, without the heat though. So that's what I've been doing. Nice. <laughs> when I got to, because I got to stay fit and trim. I can't. Right. <laughs> for myself first. For really? myself. Okay. <laughs> myself. Okay. For myself. Okay. You know, I just overflow, you know? Come on, overflow. <laughs> Come on, overflow. Right. <laughs> so um Naima, had you done any uh any online classes before the pandemic started? No. Mm-mm. So this was your introduction to it? It was, yeah, it sure was. It was. So how do you feel about it? Because I've been teaching online classes for four years. So okay. as, as far as yoga, so yeah, how do you I, feel? I caught a little bit of that. I need to talk to you about that too. But yeah, I'm more of a um, a power vinyasa. 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 That's yeah. yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. me. Heated though. I need heat. I got it. Got to be heated though. Unless well, the outside somewhere and it's hot, but heated because it helps my body like really strength, like stretch and not hurt. Yeah. That's what um, I really like. That. Yeah. That's actually what I was trained under. I was trained under power vinyasa. Oh, in, okay. in in the heat, like a good ninety. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you go abroad? No, it was in Baltimore. It was in um, oh. it was in Pikesville. Oh okay. Oh nice. Oh okay. Because I, I would love to teach that. Like I seen there was a class, but it was Hatha Hatha, and mm-hmm. it was like, but it's not what. That won't feed my spirit because I'm more of a power vinyasa yogi. So wanting to learn that and teach that, I would definitely do that. So I was introduced to hot through Hapa, and oh, okay. it was it was cool. It, it was it was also for um, for uh, advanced. And at the time, oh. I was not advanced, so it got okay. my life together real quick. <laughs> but no, I'm like you. Like vinyasa speaks to me a whole lot more. Yeah, so, I was Bikram yeah. first. I was Bikram. Yeah, okay. So you yeah, started- I was Bikram first. That was, that was that was my my introduction to yoga <laughs> was Bikram. Like I didn't do anything. The first time I had yoga class was Bikram. So and I guess I love the challenge of it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. So the hot feel kind of slow, and then the gentle yoga kind of slow. I still need the power positions to feel like I'm really doing something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jermaine is hilarious looking at his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that little documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, which is why I don't even use the term no more. Like, oh, whoo, okay. That, oh, okay. That brother was a smooth, horrible mess. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the positions, though. Like, it pushes you, and then you go deeper into it, further into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely have to talk. Definitely. Yeah, I'm sorry. Back to your question. I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no you, you you answered it. I was about to go to Jay because you, oh, you answered okay. everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what so about yeah. you, Jay? <laughs> so for me, my whole uh, operation, well, my whole regimen really was just going to the YMCA as well, uh, twice a day. I would go to the go in the mornings at six six a.m. and play basketball for about an hour and a half, and then in the afternoon. I would go and play for at least another two hours. Yes. My, that was the majority of my fitness regimen. So once all of that closed down, it really just pushed me outside. So now I make sure I take my little walks around the lake. We have some water near us. So I take my walks around the lake. Um, I'll do uh, some, what you call it? Pull up. 
Yeah, I'll do pull-ups, chin-ups. I'll do pull-ups, chin-ups, and a lot of body weight type of um, fitness. Exactly. So um, I've been doing a lot of that, getting my vitamin D from the sunshine, getting back to nature instead of being enclosed in a building, no sunshine or any of that, and yeah. really connecting back to nature. And I love it, honestly. Yeah. YMCA opens back up. I'm not going to be in a rush. Right. You know? Time. Yeah, I was inspired when because I don't think um. But by the way, Naima, I don't say follow. I say walk with. So I don't think that you and I walk with each other on social media. So my oh, first okay. time really seeing Inner Light was because of Jay. Okay. And when I saw these vids of him like working out and everything, I was like, okay, bro, I see you. You serious <laughs> up in here with all fitness and health and like Got that's you. when I, I really was like, I want to have you guys on here. Because I, I love connecting, especially when it's people, you know, who I grew up with, where I see they're doing a lot of things in wellness. I'm like, I want to connect with you guys and see what it is that you all have to share with the Misfit Universe. That, that's what I call those who are supporters of what it is that I do, the Misfit Universe. Right. I really okay. wanted them to be able to see what it is that you all were doing, you know, because I think that this is amazing. And Thank so you. with that being said, how did you go about the creation of Inner Light and Naima J? Okay, <laughs> so Naima J will, okay, Naima J um, in Inner Light. So Naima J dot com LLC. Naima J LLC. Hit it. Lord, okay. Um. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so see, it started, um, it's like I've been on my health journey for a long time, and it actually started when my grandmother passed away of congestive heart failure. Mm. When I learned was that her last meal was um, oodles and noodles and a hot dog. Oh, yeah, and so from and knowing that she was having high blood pressure issues and things of that nature, I'm like, when I found that out, I was like, okay, so the noodles and noodles and my hot dogs. So the food restriction started then, where so okay, so that means I really don't have to eat things like that just because we have them, or those things you eat can lead to that, and I don't want that. Right. And, and following my father passed the same year from um, diabetes, so it was like okay, and then he had heart failure as well. He needed a heart transplant. He had high blood pressure, and um, since he was 30, and he died at 54, and he was a respiratory therapist in the hospital. So he, in the hospital, working as, you know, in the medical field, but right. didn't care of himself, and knowing that this was going on for all these years. So then, when that happened, I was like, and I, by that time, I was, I had one child and I was pregnant. I was like, okay, I ain't trying to go out like that either. So I was like, what do I really need to do to make sure we all stay healthy. And then, um, so then when the self-discipline came in, control, started eating certain things, stopped eating certain things. And so, and because when you grow up, you're thinking that you got to eat these things because you were introduced to them. And then when you become, right, tradition, and then when you become your own adult, own person, it's like, oh, well, I really don't, I can buy what I want and don't have to eat that and don't have to deal with that. And I think someone told me that, oh, well, since everyone in my family is big boned, and high blood pressure, that's the route that I was going through. I'm like, I, that, I ain't doing that. Right. <laughs> like, I am not I am not doing that. And then, um, like, I can be, I'm a size four. Mm -hmm. And I told some family members I was size four, they was like, you're not supposed to be no size four. Ain't nobody in our family no size four. Like, it was like shunned because I was taking care of myself. So, anywho, so um, that was what major reason why. And then I had my daughter, when I had her, I was exclusively breastfeeding her. 
and she would get these rashes on her cheeks, like really like red rashes. Like we would keep it in the house. I wouldn't even take it to church. Like, oh, cause he would be looking at her face and stuff. Like what's like, going on? Show, it, was, it was, it would kill. And so, um, and you could tell it was itchy. You could tell her it, itchy. it would bother her. And the doctors could not tell us why. They would give us steroid cream to get rid of it for a day or two and then it would come back. So since I was exclusively breastfeeding, I know it was something I was eating. So when I did the process of elimination of what I was eating to find out, knowing it was hormonal, it was chicken. Mm. Found out the chicken, her rashes went away. And then I'm like, well, if that's, if that's what it did to her coming through me, I need to stop eating chicken because I don't know what it's doing to me. And then right. you know, we started throwing in juice and because then you want to make sure I was building her immune system back up, making sure she's strong, making sure her gut health is strong. And that's why I learned more about myself and knowing the things that were going on within me will also go on within her. So juicing came in, we got the sea moss, and so, and then um, eating raw and fresh because of her. So she was like the nucleus of the really strong commitment to making sure we were staying healthy, making sure she was good. Yeah. And, um, and then, um, and then so inner light is, so Naima J, I sell sea moss gel, and the CMOS capsules are inner light. So inner light are CMOS capsules. The powdered, wild-crafted powder in the capsules is CMOS gel is also on the Naima J. So there's two different branding, but same product. Different ways to take it. So that's what inner light is. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. When, when I see the videos that Jay is posting, with inner light on there, you're often like working out and things like that. I've seen you with your daughter right. and everything on there. So, is for the lifestyle? Okay, I was about to say, th does the the fitness and everything have to do with inner light as well? Yeah, it does. Because, Not just a pill; it's a lifestyle. Right. Nice. Right. There's certain there's certain products obviously you can take. So, a lot of people know or are familiar with inner light or Naima J now because we've been talking about CMOS so right. much. But CMOS is not a cure-all. It's not a magic pill. Mm -hmm. It's simply a natural supplement that God put here that you can add to your already healthy lifestyle if you're ready to make healthier choices. Um, you can add that and that will help you to optimize mm -hmm. your lifestyle, right. your body, your physical um, health, your mental health, your mm -hmm. emotional health, yeah. all of that. It just, everything Sexual is connected. Health. Hey! So you health. <laughs> it's true, Hey, though. I'm going to tell you. It's true. I'm going to tell you. Now, thanks to you, too. But it's all... Just, just it's right there in that moment, y'all have mad people listening to this who are about to hit up the website. It's true, though. It's true. But yeah, it's a whole life... <laughs> it's, a, it's a lifestyle. So um, just understanding that part of it. So it goes with um, your thoughts. Yeah. Positively charged thoughts. And the intention behind and taking it. Intention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, you have that, you have um, also drinking water, making sure you're yeah. eating clean, Yeah. cleaner. Not saying you have to be a vegan, vegetarian, right. or any of those labels. Cleaner. Just being more intentional. So yeah. if you eat chicken, fried chicken every night of the week, you can scale that back, yeah. maybe do four. Right. You know, that's a healthier choice. Right. right. Um, but it's promoting being intentional um, about your health. Yeah. So that you not only help yourself, but right. everybody that you influence, whether it's your family members, your friends. Mm -hmm. um, you be that inner light that that inspires others to eat healthy, to 
I'm healing like so I'm more I'm the queen the goddesses so I'm on the inside of the, the healing to get past the trauma and things of that nature so it's like the inner being the inner light like tap into and you can't I, I think this is my my what I think about before you can start the healing process with anything you gotta go within so if that's within as far as what you and what you partake and what you put in your body also helps facilitate your healing. So that's why I also call it inner light for that, you know, for that for that reason. We all have that inner Come light. On. The inner yeah. light is just dim, you know? And it's not um to it's not to condemn, but it's just saying, hey, we gotta take control. It's our responsibility individually to yeah. make sure our inner light is shining bright the way it's intended to. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's be the most <clears throat> Uh, what's the word? Effective, maybe, you know, and living in your purpose. And a lot of times we walk around, some people walk around aimlessly because they haven't tapped into that purpose or tapped right. into their in a life. life. Right. So, right, right. Yeah, no, for real, because it's more like a, a mindset. So, think about when you say, you know what, I'm going to take, instead of taking the CMOS, I'm taking the inner life. It's, a, it's also like a behavior thing. So mm -hmm. uh, let me take my inner life today because the intention is pour into into you. Yourself. So then once you start creating a better behavior pattern, then the thing that you put in your in your mind. Like I want to be better. I want to do something that's going to really make me feel good, be good for me. So the whole behavior, like a behavior shift, mind shift as well too. What you so you say accept, that. What yeah. you won't accept. Certain things you won't even tolerate anymore. Right. Certain conversations, they won't. They can't even be in your sphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't even get close. Yeah. Because yeah. Elevating your frequency, your vibe, all of that. Right. Um, it's just a little, little different based on how you respect and treat yourself. Yeah. So. so yeah. yeah. Listen, we, we love ourselves a good word on the healing space. If you take a one a day or take an inner light, like what's a one a day gonna do? Like I'm take I'm reaching for my one a day or I'm gonna reach for my inner light. Like I'm gonna want that inner light because that this is the word inner light, the play on words. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. behind it, like just the, the inner light. I'm doing something to make to put myself on a different level. You know what I'm saying? That one a day is like, you know, you know, whatever. But that inner light, I just think that inner light, like because, um, you know, I've also read like healing starts in the mind first. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have ailments that can just really be healed by thought process, by just switching up, changing the thought pattern. So when you think that you take it, the intention is to heal from your inner light, your body can do whatever God created to, to heal. So it's like, that's why I put, I made it inner light to me. Just, you know, yeah. With that as well, to help build that mindset, change that mindset. Facilitate the healing. Facilitate yeah. the healing. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You're on the right podcast. Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you all had already kind of touched on it a little bit when y'all were speaking that good word just now. But um, I wanted to know if you could drop a few more gems in regards to during this quarantine, you know, there are people are in the house and they can make a lot of bad choices as far as what it is they want to eat. Is there any advice that you all can give? give as far as maintaining a healthy diet while they're and you know also for when the quarantine is over as well right stop put the cookies down put the <laughs> cook put the cookies down put the cake down put it down i think to me go inside first you know go go inside create that self-discipline create that self-control and that self-accountability first because uh, look at you look in the mirror do you want to look like that do you want to look better do you want to continue the path that you're going through what you want to do with yourself you know so you can be accountable for yourself um 
to not to not do those things. Like me personally, I can tell when I'm starting to fluctuate, especially as women, we'll get like, we'll hold more water, we'll certain things, we'll just know like, all right, so I'll scale back, like, wait a minute, but that's me and my self-control and discipline to know like, all right, I'm pushing it, all right, you know, and I might feel some type of way, cycle come around, you know, we inside, we emotional and everything that you may want to reach for something that's not beneficial to you, but I got to think about like, I'm not going to be in here always. What do I want to look like when I come out of this thing? And I know I want to look better than I was before I came in. So I know that I can't eat certain things. And um, and fast, I do. I intimate. I intermittent fast. I've been intermittent for like almost two years now. So and that's where I just eat once a day. I eat once a day. Now I'll have a tea or I can have a smoothie. So I'm, but I'm not chewing all day long. Um, when it comes to feeling like I want a snack or something like that, I'm not a big snacker. Like he's a snacker. I'm mm-hmm. not a big. I'll grab it and go and keep it moving, but he'll snack all day long. So, <laughs> so I have more. I have more discipline and more self-control. So I would just, I would just encourage to be more um, disciplined and more, more mindful. And then, if you want that that cake or that pie, okay, cool. But then next time, switch it with an apple or a salad. Like, make sure you plan out like different alternatives. You know, but if you plan it out versus just like, okay, what I'm gonna have? I don't have anything. I'm gonna do whatever. Plan it out so it, you can have success when you're trying to alternate what you want to eat or what you should and should not eat. So, because you want to be successful in it, so I was gonna say plan ahead. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I would say, um, you know, in the morning, you know, start off early in the day. So what's the first thing you're gonna put in your body? For me, um, I intentionally go for warm water and lemon, because that immediately starts to remove mucus that's accumulated in your body overnight. So I start with warm water and lemon. And I start off, it's kind of almost, it's like a meditative practice as well. Warming up the water and all of that kind of stuff. You have to sip it slowly. So I start with that. And then I would just say, make sure you increase your water intake um, you're supposed to do like half of your body weight in ounces, but just make sure you continuously are drinking water throughout the day. Yeah. A lot of water, our body is mostly water. Mm-hmm. So you flush out toxins. You want to make sure your organs are um, in tip top shape. And then water helps with all of that kind of stuff. A lot of people get headaches, migraines, because they don't drink enough water. A lot of times you snack thinking that you're hungry and it's really dehydrated. Right. As long as you continue to make sure you, you're drinking your water, that'll do a lot for you on its own. That and adding that intermittent fasting, um, whatever you buy that you bring to your home, that's the only thing you can eat. So plan out what you're going to get in the supermarket um, and say, all right, well, I usually buy two packs of Oreos. I usually get this juice. I usually get this pack of chicken or whatever. Say, all right, I'm going to switch out the chicken and one of those packs of Oreos and I'm gonna switch and get some cherries. Well, cherries kind of expensive too, but get some type of fruit, some mm-hmm. fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. And instead of eating a pack of Oreos, I'll eat a pack of oranges. Mm. A simple alternative. Mm-hmm. Still gonna get that sweetness. Right. right. Um, you can still eat that while you're watching whatever TV shows you're mm-hmm. watching, mm-hmm. but you'll also be feeding yourself something good. You'll be right. better for it, opposed right. to weaker from yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just simple alternatives like that. Yeah. I um I tell people that when it comes to apple slices, like I love apple slices. Mm-hmm. I'll treat apple slices like potato Great. chips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I like apple slices too. Yeah, peanut too. butter. I'm, I'm missing with peanut butter. You said peanut butter? 
You're not the first person. Yeah, because I think they actually sell some of them with peanut butter as well. Mm. So you can like dip it in there and everything. Yeah, one nice date dip, make a date dip with some dates. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are some of y'all, because I love fruit. What are some of y'all favorite fruits? Yeah. So I favorite fruit. I just finished eating rumbatans, 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 R U M B A T A N. I love them. Those are good. What else I like? And we have yeah, watermelon, seeded watermelon, cherries, strawberries, blueberries, mangoes, mangoes. Yes, and cherries, bananas. Some lychees. I didn't like those. I like them though. So I'm adding lychees, to the list. Lychees, lychees, lychees yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Dates. Dates. Mm -hmm. Dates. Yep. What else did we have? Yeah. It's hard to find a fruit that we really don't don't like. Right. <laughs> the fruits. So we yeah. we stock up on the fruits. Mm -hmm. What about um? What about pomegranate? No, we we didn't get that. <laughs> like them, I do like them. It's just that the little seeds. They look a little weird, but you guys spit them out and all and everything. So, and, and that's the reason why I asked for exactly what Jermaine just said. They look weird to me. Like, uh, look, yeah. like pomegranate, everything else, pomegranate juice, everything yeah. I love. But the yeah. fruit looks like an alien, and I'm like, oh right. uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't really like tried it. Though. Just the look of it has kind of kept oh, me. Yeah. Like yeah, we're gonna get a pomegranate this week. Spitting them out though, that's one thing I don't like. Do you? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, Me, watermelon seeds. Yeah, I never thought of eating pomegranate seeds though. Oh. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Instagram this week. Yeah, right. let's yeah. <laughs> New adventures, yes. Yeah. yeah. How has uh, fitness and wellness improved your marriage? Because oh. you all have been together six years, right? Yeah, yeah. married. Married for six. six. Been together for ten. ten. Yeah. 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 Oh, fitness. Um. Hmm. The accountability, the consistency, accountability. I think help within i guess consciousness you know blood flow, flow circulation just mm -hmm. a mindset i think to me for me um just the consistency and the behavior makes me want to put it into my marriage as far mm -hmm. as um behavior wise or responses you know some things you know growing through certain things um it makes me want to put it there and first just leave it there so i can say that for me more so the consistency and accountability mm -hmm. in, in our marriage okay yeah. i would say for me because a marriage is two individuals that are whole coming together, Absolutely. you know, unit. Um, and so for me, it's important that I make sure I'm in the best shape as possible to be able to give the best of myself to the marriage. Like, how can I really make sure I'm giving my yeah. best when I'm not at my best or right. I'm not working to be at my best? So. I know that if I'm feeling, if I'm not working out, I might tend to feel bad about myself. It could be a psychological thing or a physiological thing. Be a little um, irritable. Exactly. One morning he, he didn't do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? And a little later on in the day, he was like, yeah, I ain't exercised this morning. I didn't, my ritual, I didn't do all that. Like, oh, yeah. Those are important. Like, yeah. rituals, the things, like, there's certain mm -hmm. things that you know make you, like, happy. That may put you in a certain yeah. zone. Yeah. And you know those things. Right. And so um, no matter what's happening in the world, like pandemic, you can always go to that place, that specific place, and go over those rituals and make sure that you are in the right condition. Mm -hmm. You know? 
So, um, like I said, depression can come from not working out, negative emotions and feelings. So I don't want to bring all that to her. So right. fitness helps me stay popular. <laughs> me stay positively charged, really. And it detoxifies not just the body, but my mind, my emotions, spirit, all yeah. of that. It's really a detox, detoxification process for me. Right. And, um, yeah, I can't say I experienced like runners high or anything, but I definitely feel Why great. Why are you doing that? I'm sorry, that's an exercise. Yes. Get a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. I drop a couple of exceptions. Well, I got you. Like, hey, somebody. I'm catching like, them. I know, right? right. <laughs> I'm catching them now. Right. So anyway, um, but yeah. <laughs> It just, it helps me to feel better. You think I'm right. But it helps me to feel better. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. It helps you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we may have those in the Misfit universe who, you know, are parents, or maybe if they're not just parents, you know, family takes on a lot of different definitions. But for those who are listening right now, who would like to know, you know, different tips as far as how to navigate a pandemic as a family, what would be some of your uh, some of the advice that you could give as far as activities you can do with your family? The activities, yeah. yeah. Right, we go to the uh, the water, the park, or like we make sure when we take the kid, well, baby girl, go out. She would go out to a place where not a whole bunch of kids to go. So when we go outside, still taking them outside, still doing outside. They can go be in the backyard. We have a basketball hoop in the backyard, so. You know, activities for them to go outside. Um, I did. We took them. I took them on a picnic. You know, a picnic one time in the park just to get out for some sunshine. Cause it's like you want to still connect, <clears throat> knowing you can't go to certain places like when the sky zone. Those places the babies like to go to and everything, but still have that intimate time with them. So just making sure you plan accordingly, different safe places to go, and then plan it out when you get there what you want to experience. Cause then we went from a picnic and then we walked the trails. So we mm -hmm. was all woods and stuff like that. So, and then being open to expand and, and doing different experiences. So, and then throwing rocks in the water. I didn't know how throwing rocks in the water could be just so like- Therapeutic. You know, yeah, it's a kid thing. And I was like, why? It's like, all right, well, we're gonna be throwing rocks in the water and just expanding and expounding on different experiences with each other. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. I also would say learning more about each other, like intentionally. Make it a game, make it fun. Like any type of learning has to be fun as well. So you can do things together where you learn more about each other's strengths, weaknesses. Um, make sure y'all know, I don't want to just keep it to family, like uh, parents and children. Right. Play, play games together as well. There's a lot of board games, a lot of electronic games. Be, really have to be creative. Tap yeah. into those other um, creative gifts you may have, but haven't had the time to spend or invest in those things. Um, so yeah, just building together, and it depends on the two individuals or the in, the group. Um, mm -hmm. And just do some things that gives you all joy. Yeah, joy. I um, mean, if you don't know what those are, then that's an opportunity kind of go within once again and figure out what makes me happy. What do I like to do? What do I want to do? Do I want to go back to, if you're not working anymore, do I want to go back to the normal or do I want to create the new normal for me? I want to take this opportunity to create a business that I've never um, had the time to do or the courage to do. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. 
It doesn't have to be children. Oh. Family takes <laughs> 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 teach children about business as yeah. well. Um, yeah, just have fun. Whatever makes them happy. You just gotta tap into your creative side um, yeah. to do that. Yeah. If you have to hop on, the, hop on the Zoom yeah. for them to get social with some other people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hook up with their family, their friends, yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, you can do different things. Get creative. Yes. That's so that, definitely been vital to a lot of, of people as far as like, yeah. Zoom and everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's helped a lot of people out. That's been yeah. one of the things I was able to pivot to uh, in my business with the DJs on the DJ side, um, not doing live events, now doing those virtual events for corporations, for corporate events, and not really weddings, but people who want to throw happy hours, surprise birthday parties, yeah. and all of that good Surprise stuff. birthday party with the lit, it was fun. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask you with spontaneous entertainment, how how has that been for you during the uh, during the quarantine? Uh, it's had a lot of rescheduling, um, so now twenty twenty one is probably gonna be the busiest year calendar wise um, for us because all of the twenty twenty weddings have all rescheduled to twenty twenty one, and then the people that are already planning to get married in twenty twenty one want those dates as yeah. well. Um, so it's really just changed over and has been virtual, more of the parties. And um, so yeah, I'm, I've been blessed to be able to do a nice number of them. And it's kind of slowed down in the month of uh, July, but you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah. What what is the uh, what is the feeling been like for you? Because I know as a DJ, you probably often feed off of the energy of what's in the room. So right. how has that felt doing it virtually? Virtually, it's interesting. Like before the whole quarantine, you know, I'm not big on talking on a microphone, right? Right. But with a virtual event, I have to talk on the microphone because I'm the one that's bringing all the energy. Not just right. the people aren't really talking to each other verbally they're typing inside of the chat but i have to bring all the energy i'm shouting people out and all of that good stuff so i've grown professionally on that side yeah um, but uh yeah I, I love it i just get into my own vibe and i still pay attention to everybody so i'm giving out more energy than i usually give out so that's really like a, a great it's a great thing nice Nice. We we love to see growth in the quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Personal <laughs> development. Yeah. Truly personal development in the quarantine. Yeah. And Absolutely. Got yeah. kind of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anybody. <laughs> right. Right. That's the thing. I felt what? this way, Naima. I felt this way about him for years. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what he's about to say out his mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, nah, it's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nah, not having to break down equipment. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think I that, that's not what I expected at all. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is rated. So I okay. keep it. Oh, no, you can say whatever you want on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not having to break down equipment, mm -hmm. drive, set up equipment, yeah. break down equipment again, and all of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've really gotten, what's the word? Yeah, used to it, but <laughs> spoiled. Yeah. Oh. So now it's a point like somebody, yeah, can you come out and do such and such? I'm like, I gotta break down this equipment to do it. <laughs> I gotta drive and set up equipment and break it down. So I got, I've gotten a little spoiled on yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. 
That's a, a lot of us who see y'all were already working from home. For those of us who didn't work from home, that's what has spoiled us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get it, getting yeah. a taste of y'all life has spoiled right. us. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me miss those years where I was just working for myself. It's like, yeah. hmm, <laughs> that's starting to look real good again. Right. <laughs> so here's my last question for you guys. When it comes to healing, what does healing look like for you both separately as individuals and what does healing look like for you all as a couple as well that's a good question you want that one? yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> that was a mess that was a mess <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah i was a mess and um my healing oh I, i'm grateful for his patience during my healing within the marriage so i did a, i've done a lot of healing within the marriage Mm-hmm. In different healing can come on different forms of it different faces of it and sometimes it's just blatant out just don't ugly you know what i mean yeah yeah um but healing to me is coming to a place where i am um accountable for myself for my behaviors, for my responses, and to be conscious of what comes out. Healing to me means how other people experience me. And if I'm not healed in certain areas, I don't want those experiences to push people away because I was I knew how to be destructive, then constructive. So I've learned how to be constructive within my marriage, then destructive as um, far as healing. Healing also helped me be more um, feminine within myself, which also benefits the marriage because I was the black woman, hear me boy, independent, blah, blah, blah. But yet I still wanted to be married. If you can't have that mindset within a marriage, you have to be able to balance that out and still be you, of course, and knowing how to bring it together and use it when it needs to be ahead and always trying to be like, no, nah, this, you know what I mean? No, nah, you know, all, <laughs> that self-centered stuff and that behavior. So learning how to do that, um, a lot of crying, <laughs> emotional healing, women groups, self-help books, audio books, and just the intention of wanting to be a better being within within myself and creating the wife, mother, friend, sister that I wanted to be and just be that. So that's what like for me. Nice. Same. Yeah, I, honor, <laughs> I honor that. Like she really is serious about healing for herself and for others. Like. I've seen the process, and I believe life is a journey of healing. I don't think absolutely really just oh I'm got it all right. together, mm-hmm. you know. But it's a journey, like you go from one level to the next, and it's a more of a fluid thing. But um, I totally honor that, and I appreciate and respect that as well. Like what you do for yourself, but it all it benefits everybody. For me, um, you know, I've you know pretty much been perfect like since I was born. So. <laughs> <laughs> He said it so he said it so naturally. Nah, I had a lot of stuff with me as well. Um, emotionally, from different things from growing up, which I believe a lot of our trauma just stems absolutely from, um, yeah. you know, from childhood and things just not addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may try to either suppress it or you think you, you're good because you're grown now and you're yeah. making your own decisions. But learning, excuse me, learning how to uh, 
not deal, but work through mm-hmm. certain traumas right. um, to get to a point of acceptance, not acceptance of the bad behavior, but acceptance of just understanding that whatever happened, happened and learning how to process it in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. So different things that work for different people. But for me, um, writing, journaling has helped a lot um, for my healing. And I'm very analytical. So me being alone, I can kind of do a lot of healing um, in solitude as well. Prayer, all of that good stuff. Um, but healing looks like, to me, uh, confidence, um, being, having the knowledge, having a certain knowledge of yourself um, and wanting to be your best self. Like you said, like your experience here, you know, we're spirits and we're having a physical experience here but while you're here making it the most uh healthy i'm looking at you for yes. not like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um sometimes the words escape yeah, no. you know you, you want to have a exactly a great experience and you yeah. want others to experience you um at your best yeah. as well because like Aaliyah said you know at your best mm-hmm. you are love <laughs> <laughs> she ain't say it first, but yeah. <laughs> and I know what, because when I started to heal, he started to open up and heal. And then, and then he healed, and then make me heal, and then our family is able to heal. Because nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's it comes all the way around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Y'all are inspiring. Y'all are oh, inspiring. Yes. <laughs> so if people would like to walk with you all on social media, how would they go about doing that? I like that walk with you all. <laughs> walk with me. Um, you can subscribe to my website at naimaj.com. Um, you can walk with me on Instagram. I post on there daily at naimaj underscore okay on Instagram. And I'm on Facebook as well at naimaj. Come walk with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's J A Y, correct? J A Y, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and for me, you can uh follow me at I'm sorry, you can walk with me <laughs> at uh DJ Spontaneous on Instagram. Um that's probably the best place for you to find me. If you want to book me for DJ services, that's spontaneousdj.com because somebody got djspontaneous.com before. <laughs> But spontaneousdj.com and uh yeah, that's how you can connect and walk with me. I like that. That's all thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, dope. Listen, it's a beautiful thing when we operate in different spaces. So Jay, I would love to have you back on here for a music episode. And right, Naima, right. I would love to have you back on here for yoga. Absolutely. Okay, yes, I would love that. I would love it. Yes. Please don't get me excited. Don't let me know. I'm I'm waiting on that. I would love that. Thank well, see, you. The, the crazy thing is, is that I've been doing this podcast for three years and I've only had one episode on yoga, which is insane. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't uh-huh. understand how that's a thing. So oh. <laughs> I would love it. Absolutely. So trust me, I'll be getting back to y'all sooner rather than later. Thank you all so much for this conversation. Thank you. Much light to you. Absolutely. You too. All the misfits. Yeah, it's all the misfits. Yeah. (laughs) The misfits universe. Yeah. Yes. And misfits, we will be right back with good news. Join Black Gay Stuck at Home every other Friday as we push through this pandemic together. It's simple. Bring your snacks, your drinks, and get comfy and settle into a one-night-only screening and live chat of an amazing film that centers 
black queer folks. It's like watching a movie with your friends and you never know who may stop by. We're building community while decompressing with one another and amplifying the voices of our own. And we're more than excited to partner with the Healing Space podcast because community care and joy are at the center of how we heal when we are black, gay, and stuck at home. So find out more about us and when you can catch our next screening at bgsah.com. Now back to the Healing Space. And now it is time for good news. And this week's good news is a brother is going on vacation. Yes, yes, vacations are necessary. Very, very necessary. Uh, And because of this pandemic, I've been unable to travel. As you misfits know who have listened to the podcast throughout the years, you know that last year to celebrate my march to 40 years old, I decided that I was going to visit new and different cities every month. And it ended up being, you know, some months there were multiple cities. So I've really got a lot out of 2019. However, as of this, the recording of this podcast, I'll be boarding a flight tomorrow to head back home uh, to visit friends in D.C., in Baltimore, and in New York. And this will be my first time leaving Georgia since December of 2019. And that is mind-blowing to me (laughs) because I am someone who loves, absolutely loves to travel. But, you know, we're, we're living in a very different time now. But I say all of that to say that I believe, and this is my personal belief, this is my personal belief, I believe that we shouldn't allow ourselves to not want to travel, to not want to see things. There are many places we can't go, you know, and when we get to certain places, if we can go there, we may not be able to go into restaurants and things of that nature, but that's not what it's about, you know. There are a lot of people who are suffering when it comes to their mental health because of this pandemic. And I've been thankful to converse with some people who have shared with me, like one of my coworkers, he has left the state, I believe three times now, once to go to Myrtle Beach and two times to go to Savannah. And he's in a relationship, but all three times that he went, he went, no, 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 I'm sorry. Once he went to Savannah alone, the next time he went with his girlfriend. But he didn't need to go to restaurants or anything like that. You know, he took food with him or they ordered out. And he said that all, the only thing they needed was to get away from their home. You know, that's what meant the most to be able to go and walk on a beach. He got an Airbnb, you know, the, the owners cleaned the place out thoroughly and asked that they did the same before they left. And there we go. And that won't work for everyone. And there is no shame in that. I absolutely understand it. I understand it. I respect it. And please take care of yourself as best as you possibly can. But for those who are afraid but would like to, there is an option to be able to get out and still, you know, stay safe. Because that's what I plan to do. I'm going to be boarding a plane. And I've had people in my life who said that they're worried about that, you know. But I'm, I have faith. I have faith that me wearing my mask and getting on this plane, you know, where people have learned their lessons. You know, this is what, six, seven months after everything started. And there may have been people who uh, unfortunately ended up getting COVID 
uh, when they were on planes in the early stages. Let's hope that the airlines know better now, so they're doing better. But I need to see my family. And I really, really miss my friends who are up north. And for my mental health, it's time for me to go. You know, uh, I, I need to take this flight. And I also need to be away from my job. I need to experience a real, true vacation. Uh, because even, you know, the couple of times, well, not couple, it's been like maybe what, five, six times that I've gone home since moving to Georgia. Even whenever I go home, I always have a list of things that I need to do. Like I schedule out everything to the point where you can look and say, are you actually taking a vacation? You know, because it appears as though you're not. It appears as though you're going somewhere else and just shifting your schedule to stay busy, busy, busy elsewhere. And that's where the anxiety comes from, you know. So I'm telling myself this time around, go and just enjoy your vacation I have, what, three days that I don't have anything planned, and here I am still trying to plan things for those days. And it's like, no, you're going to be up there for a longer period of time than usual. If you don't have anything planned for those three days, take the time to just enjoy your hotel room, and you don't have to interact with people. You're going to be away from the job. You don't have to worry about work. Just be. Just be, you know? I teach my students all the time about the importance of stillness, and I don't practice it a lot myself these days. So here's my opportunity to do so. So that's what I'm gonna do. The good news is is that I'm going on vacation. Excuse me, I'm going on vacation, and I'm going to practice being still. And that's what I would leave with all of you misfits. Allow yourself to step out of your house. Let's let's even bring it down from just vacation. Let's say you're afraid to, and again, I use afraid respectfully. Um, you're afraid to go on vacation. Allow yourself to at the very least go to the other side of your town. Get out, you know? Don't stay on your block. Go somewhere else. Do it for you. Do it for your mental health. If you have families, do it for your family. Because I can only imagine for those of you who have kids or those of you who have multiple roommates, like, it's been hard. It's been very difficult. And for those of you who are listening who are extroverts, I can only imagine. You know, I've been good because while I I have in the past been able to be around a lot of people as, uh, I guess, an, an extroverted introvert, I've loved this. I've had no problem whatsoever about places I can't go. I'm good, you know. And during the course of this year, I, I've become, I've, I've had more and more issues with social anxiety. So I'm, I'm in a good place right now. It's just that I yearn being able to be around my family. I yearn being around my friends who I've known for a good portion of my life. I just miss them all. And so I'm taking advantage of this vacation time to go and have community with all of them, you know. So, yeah, I'll leave that with all of you. Do with it what you will. (laughs) But just know that your mental health, as I say constantly on this mental health podcast, is very important. Please take care of yourself and please take care of each other. So on a plane, I go. 
And the next episode you're going to uh, listen to or watch on YouTube will be the 100th episode of THS Podcast, as well as the three-year anniversary. Thank you so much to Naima and Jermaine. I loved that conversation so much. So very, very much. What two wonderful, absolutely amadamifous human beings. I really had a lot of fun with that. And I hope you all learned a lot. I hope you all learned a lot. And until next time, until we celebrate 100 and 300, I love you all so much. Namaste. Namaste.